Welcome. I'm Pastor Jason. It's so good to be here with you today. Before we jump in the message and continue our series on This Is What We Do, um, I want to take a moment um, to pray for Afghanistan and for Haiti. If you've watched the news, you realize um, that there are thousands and thousands of families being displaced, that, that many have lost their lives, um, that there are um, so many who are still in danger and are, are fearing for their lives. And we just want to lift up the people in those nations um, and our churches there in those nations, the, the, the church. So if you join me, Lord, our hearts are heavy at the news of what we're hearing um, because of the earthquake in Haiti and the, the storm and the thousands of lives that were lost. Lord, we pray that you would um, comfort the families. Lord, that you would help those who have been displaced, that you would um, bring aid to those who are in need. Uh, God, we also pray for um, Afghanistan and the people there. God, we pray for your protection. We pray that um, as many as possible are able to get out. And we pray for those who are in danger and have been displaced. God, that you, um, God, would do a, a, a miraculous work. God, we pray for our churches there, that you'd strengthen them and help them um, help the others do your work. God, we, we pray for your divine intervention. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, well, I get the, the privilege of talking about um, and continuing the series on This Is What We Do. So important that, especially going into this next season where we're meeting in person and, and um, just kind of to, to lay the foundation and a vision for who we are, what we do, and why we do it. Um, last week, Pastor Andy talked about reaching the next generation and, and the importance of that, the why. Why do we do this? And one, one thing that, that often kind of just immediately causes us to, to, to understand this is when you ask a crowd, let's say you're in a, a crowd of hundreds or thousands, and you ask them to raise their hand, those of who have, were, were given their life, made a commitment to follow Jesus um, under the age of 25, about 80% of the people in that room will raise their hand. And the truth is, is that most people come to experience a, um, uh, a, a moment with God where their life is transformed under the age of 25, often as children and then reaffirmed in college. But it's, it's essential that as a church, we are reaching into the next generation, that we invest in our children, that we go into the high schools and the college campuses. Over this next two weeks, today we're talking about why we do what we, why we do what we do. We're talking about reaching the next generation. Next week, Pastor Andy will be back. He's going to be talking about reaching um, and serving the community. These are things that define us. These are things that define us as High Point Church. And today, I want, want and through the series, we're trying to answer really two questions. The first is why? Why do we do this? Why do we put so much energy into reaching the next generation, into missions, into being missional? Why do we put so much energy into reaching our community, serving our community? 
we want to look, look at the, the why behind that. Then the second is we want to, want, want to make sure that we understand each of our parts in that. So in this series and today, I hope to answer that for why we do missions. Why are we committed to reaching the nations? Before we completely dive into the why and the what, um, I want you to know that over these past 30 years, there is nothing that has marked my life more than saying yes to God's mission. As a brand new Christian, I said yes to God, and then I said yes to being a leader on, on my high school campus in this group. And it was, it was because of that yes that I, I, I learned how to pray. I learned th that, that having a passion for the word was essential to my walk with God and my discipleship. I learned how to pray for others and to minister and to, to, to reach out and share about the love of God. We, during this time, we would go down to Mexico and take week-long trips to an orphanage to, to serve those who um, had very little. And my heart just opened up and broke for the nations when we did that. And it, it was in these, these defining moments where I said, yes, yes, I will lead. Yes, I will go down and spend my, my vacation um, as a high school student in Mexico serving somebody else. Um, that, that I was shaped, I was formed, that God moved in my life. It was in college, um, I said yes to serving and leading in a campus ministry. And over that time, Amy and I um, were in, the, my, my wife was, were in the same campus ministry, and we said yes to going on mission trips. And it was in those, those times um, where, where I saw God move in miraculous ways. And it was out of pursuing the mission of God, saying yes to God, where I met Amy and my wife and um, said yes to, to, to um, a, a lifelong relationship of pursuing God together. Um, it was after college that Amy and I said yes to going on staff and starting a campus ministry at that school and then having the opportunity to take students around the world and, and invite them to say yes Yes to God's mission. Yes to, to reaching students on the campus. Yes to, to going to the nations um, and, and fulfilling what God has called us to do. Six years later, um, Amy and I said yes to go to Australia. We thought we were saying yes to be part of a church plant. Well, it ended up that we were the church plant. And we planted a church and spent 10 years there um, pastoring and leading and loving and investing in, in others. We said yes. We didn't know what we were saying yes to exactly, but we said yes to the mission of God. The details of this look different for every Christ follower. Every Christ follower's yes is a little different, but we are all called to say yes to the mission of God. What is God calling you to say yes to? What's, what has God put in front of you opportunities that he is calling you to enter into. You can look back over your life and say, I said yes to God here, here, and here. And I, I, I would say if you did that, you would see how God shaped you. 
and molded you and, and, and caused you to become more like Christ. As you said yes, as you stepped out, as you entered in to the work and mission of God. Today we're talking about missions. And I want to answer the question, why is missions so important to God? Well, bottom line is that God's heart is for the nations. That's why it's so important. It's because God's heart is for the nations. He wants to see all people come to know the love and the goodness and the calling that he has for them. So much so that he stepped out of heaven, that Jesus came down, lived amongst us, um, served, showed how to, 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 to walk in, um, in faith and in unison with God. Gave us an example of how to love and how to be on mission. And then of course, paid the ultimate price so that we can now have a relationship with him and say yes to God. All through the scripture, we see this call. We see God calling his people to mission, calling his people to enter in to the work of God and to what he's doing. He's active. He's moving. He's always at work. We, as his people, have got to say yes. In Mark 16, 15, Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all nations. Not some nations, not a few nations, but he says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all nations. Because his heart is for all nations. Matthew 28 breaks it down a little further. This is one of the last things Jesus said to his disciples. And he says, I have been given... All authority in heaven and earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. This is called the great commandment. This is the mission of the church. And really, our calling as individuals, the mission that we are invited into as the people of God, as Christ followers, is to make disciples of all nations. And it goes on to say, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. It goes on and says, surely I'll be with you always to the very end of the age. We see here that Jesus is addressing his disciples, those he has invested in. He's, he's, and he's speaking to them. He's saying, now you, you my disciples, go Tell people about me and what I've done in your life and make disciples. And those disciples teach them how to go and make disciples. This is the mission of God for all of us, that, that we would be a people who are, who are about reaching the nations, about investing in those around us, it, it, about taking what God has done in us and giving it away to those around us. At High Point Church, this is what we are about. We, we are about seeing lives transformed. We are about making disciples who are going to make disciples who will make disciples. We are about investing in those around us, reaching the next generation, looking for the nations, even amongst us right here in Kennesaw, investing in their lives and teaching them to follow Christ as we have been taught to do. 
This is why we support missionaries around the world and church plants around the world as well. Because we believe in this call, that it's for here in Kennesaw, that it's for the U.S., and that it's for all nations. This is why we send mission teams as a church to, or have sent, to Cuba, to Mexico, to Sydney, to Scotland, to Hungary. And I'm missing some. I know there's, there's, we've been all over the world because we believe in this call to make disciples of all nations. And that as a church, as a local church, we have a part to play. As individual Christ followers, we have a part to play. What, what God calls us to do is to say yes. Yes to the mission that he has called us to. Yes to go to the nations. Yes to reach next generation. Yes to impact our communities. Yes to be a, 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 a committed Christ follower under the lordship of Jesus who says, yes, God send me. I will respond to your call. This is who we are. We are a people who are saved by grace, transformed and empowered and renewed by the saving grace of Jesus Christ and his Holy Spirit, set on mission to make disciples and see the nations come to know him. This is who we are. We see this same call repeated over and over and over again in the scriptures, in the Gospels, in Paul's letters, in Acts, in the Old Testament, over and over and over again. Why? Because God's heart is for the nations. Because he has called us to join him in his mission to see all people come to know him and their lives changed and impacted by the love of Christ. Acts 1.8 says this, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Christ's sacrifice and his salvation was not just for those in Jerusalem, but it was for all people to the ends of the earth. And he made that abundantly clear to his disciples that, hey, I love you. I have called you, but this is not just for you. This is for all people. That's where Paul comes in. And in Acts 13, 47, Paul's making this case for why he, what his mission is and what the mission of the church is. And he's quoting Isaiah 49, 6, which really reveals God's heart for the nations and the mission of the church. And he says this, I have made you, not just talking to Paul, but Christ followers, I have made you a light for the Gentiles that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. Yes, Lord, that we as a people, as Christ followers, as High Point Church, would join in that mission to bring salvation to the ends of the earth. In the Old Testament, Abraham was given what's called the Abrahamic Covenant. 
And it was, it was a, a, his mission to him and to all his descendants and really to the body of Christ that, that he and his descendants would be a blessing to the nations, that he was blessed to be a blessing. That's, that's who we are. That's what we're called to. This has always been God's plan. He repeated it multiple times to Abraham, then to Isaac, then to Jacob, say, calling them out, saying, you are a people who are called out to be a blessing to the nations. In Psalm 93 and 1 Chronicles 6.24, it says this, declare, calling, telling, telling his people, declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works and deeds among all peoples. That's what God has called us to do. It's not to go and condemn people. It's not to go and make people feel bad about what they've done or who they are or what's going on. No, it's to, it's to point to Jesus and to how he's transformed our lives and to his love and to his goodness. It's to declare the glory of God to all nations. It's an incredible thing that we get to be a part of, that we are called as ambassadors to carry the good news of the love of God and the transforming work of the Holy Spirit. I have this quote from a, a missionary, and he said this, There is not a square inch in the whole dominion of our human existence over which Christ, who is sovereign over all, doesn't cry out, Mine. I think that just, again, sums up what we're talking about. That God looks at the nations and he says, you are mine. I love you. I have a plan for you. I have a call for your life. And he has called us as, as Christ followers, those who have committed our lives to follow Jesus, to do something about that, to be part of that mission, and to, to allow our hearts to cry out the same thing. And have a, have, a, have a call for the nations. The truth is, is that we all have a part to play. Each one of us. His master plan to reach the nations. This might surprise you, but it's you. It's me. It's his people, which builds his church. It's us. We are his master plan. Here's the big idea. Missions is not a call for the elite few, but a mandate for all Christians. Charles Spurgeon says this. He says, every Christian is either a missionary or an imposter. Woo, I read that. I'm like, ouch. Okay. You, you got to think about it. It's not that every single one of us is called to go overseas and to be part of a church somewhere else, but we are all called to be missionaries at least to our communities, um, in our families, to our workplaces. Uh, we are called in our daily living, day in, day out, we are called on mission to love those around us, to um, go the extra mile, to share the good news, the love of God, what he has done in our lives with those around us. Every Christian has been called to be on mission. It's a response. And here's the thing we have to get. It's not we have to because we must obey. It's a response to the love of God. 
God says that I have loved you. Now go and love others. It's, it's, it's a response to being transformed. It's a response to being renewed from the inside. You know how when you go to the doctor and you get on the, you get on the chair and you're sitting there and he brings out that little rubber hammer? You know where I'm going. And he taps on your, I guess it's the patella reflex. It's, he taps on that little, little spot on your knee. What, what happens? Your foot kicks right out. And you're like, I didn't kick my foot. And does it again. Because you're going to check it a few times, right? This is checking your nervous system, making sure everything's working all right. Hits it again. You go pop, right? And, and you're like, how did that happen? Well, it's a reflex. It's something that happens automatic when, when that area is tapped on. Try it at home. That's okay. Um, this is an automatic reflex. Just like being on mission as a Christ follower, should be an automatic reflex. It's a response to what God has done in our life where we say, yes, I am on mission. I, I am going to do whatever you ask me to do, God, even if it's inconvenient, even if it costs me something and it's hard because it usually does. Um, but when you join with God in what he's doing around you, that's the beauty of life. That's where we get fulfilled. That's where that, that life abundant is found. It's in the mission of God. I'm going to give you two quotes from two famous missionaries, Hudson Taylor and Jim Elliott. And they're both basically saying the same thing, that we are all called, no matter our giftings, our talents, lack of gifting and talents, um, we're all called. He's, Hudson Taylor says, God isn't looking for a people of great faith but for individuals ready to follow, just willing. Say, yeah, I'm willing at least, right? Jim Elliott says this, missionaries are very human folks. I like that, very human folks. We're just normal people, you and I. Just doing what they are asked, simply a bunch of nobodies trying to exalt somebody. A bunch of nobodies trying to exalt somebody. Sometimes we don't feel this incredible passion and burn to be part of what God's doing. <laughs> I mean, I've been following Jesus for over 30 years, and there's been times where I haven't felt it. That I, I, didn't, I don't wake up in the morning going, yeah, I'm on mission. Like, who, who can I go and minister to? Who can I, I, I go that extra mile for? Who can I share God's love with? Um, there are mornings I wake up like that, but there's some where you're... You, in even seasons where it's more difficult, um, our call is the same. It's to say yes. It's, it's just to be, I'm, I'm available, I'm willing. I might not be at 100% right now, but use me in whatever way you can, God. Because I know, despite myself, you can impact people around me. The scripture says this in, in Revelations. It talks, it, it, it it's talking to one of the, the seven churches. I'm not going to go into all that. Um, but the, the church that's being addressed is a church that was obedient. It did the right things. It was, it was active in, in pursuing God. But God says, this is the one thing I have against, against you right now, is that you lost your first love. If you're not feeling the burn or the passion, that's okay. Keep doing the right thing. But... The, the, what, what, the, what God said was, remember. Remember what I ha have done in your life. 
Begin to look back. Begin to remember how good God is and proclaim that. Remember how he has called you, how he rescued you, how he changes you. Remind yourself of his faithfulness and say, God, thank you. Even if I'm not feeling it, thank you for your love. Thank you for the way you work in my life. Use me in this state. I want to be part of what you're doing. If you have chosen to follow Jesus, you have said, God, you are Lord and I am not. And I'm choosing your way before any other way. As believers, we are all called to actively pursue Christ, to respond to his love, and to share the good news with all those around us. And in doing so, we will reach the nations. And we will, we will join with God's heart um, to see all people come to know him. Rick Warren, a famous preacher in California, um, said this. says, the way you store up treasure in heaven is by investing in getting people there. The way we store up treasure in heaven is by giving our life away to those around us. God's heart is for the nations. His heart is that all people would come to know him. And his plan in seeing that happen is you and I. It's his church. It's individuals, thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of Billions of them saying, yes, I'll follow you and I will give my life to what you you have called me to. If you're going to take one thing away from this message today, it's to say yes. To say yes to God's love and activity and transformative work in your life. To say yes to God's mission of, and his heart to reach the generations, to, to reach the nations. And to say yes to that, the, the daily activity of pursuing Christ. The, the daily decisions of over and over and over again, doing the right thing. You know, entering into the presence of God and following after him with all of your heart. I'm going to pray for us. That God would grace us and by his Holy Spirit um, enable us and empower us to do this. Because even in our strength, own strength, And even if we say yes, we need God's work in our life to fulfill his mission. Lord, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. God, move in our lives. Empower us to be able to pursue your purposes on this earth. In Jesus' name, amen.